Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Cassie Norris. Now allow us to edify your musical palette. Hey, yo. So, for today's agenda, we'll be looking at the climate of music in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll be comparing it to... Are we comparing it? Yeah. We're comparing it to the climate of music in 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, 2016 was a pretty iconic year for music. We all know that. Facts. Like, we're talking about music like um, Blonde. Well, iconic in the decade, yes. Yeah, for, for this decade, it was like, because we had Blonde, I, okay, we had The Life of Pablo. Okay, easily one of Kanye's best. Of course, Lemonade. We had Lemonade. Come on, guys, Lemonade. From the Beyonce. Okay, we had Coloring Book. Okay, we're never getting that chance back. <laughs> we had Auntie. Y'all remember Auntie? Sex with me so amazing. I mean, like, Auntie was a best album. Facts. No lie. I mean, the fact that Rihanna fans are crying till this day for a new album and she's just dropping. <laughs> There's still that controversy of the first week sales, of course. I mean, with a million just being given to fans. Yeah. True. Uh, but hey. But but anyway. Good music, though. Kendrick gave us Untitled and Mastered. Okay. Yeah. Those cool with you. Blank Face LP. Oh, yeah. Anderson Park. Malibu. Okay, we're talking Jeffrey by Young Thug. Ooh. But but at the end of the day, one of the best that came out that year, Atrocity Exhibition <laughs> by Danny Brown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean I don't disagree, but I mean everybody's entitled to their own opinion. That is quite true. And of course, the Canadian himself, Drake Aubrey. With views. Yeah. Now views was quite disappointing. No. No. Heavily disappointing. No. Heavily no. disappointing, nonetheless. Nah. Bro, you tripping? Nah. Disappointing. You know, First, people didn't sleep because they were waiting for that album to drop. And I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I was one of those people, right? And I wasn't disappointed. I remember I waiting, just waiting for it to release, but it didn't really quite meet my expectations. What were you expecting? I was expecting Sad Drake. I've been wanting bro, Sad Drake. Bro, wait, wait, wait. First song on the album, Keep the Family Close. Keep you the family, it. That's how you start an album. Even like Bro, yourself. first line from that song, All of my lists just be friends, are friends I can't have anymore. Tell me that ain't sad nigga hours. <laughs> Tell me that ain't sad nigga hours. You guys started the album off proper. Anyway. Mm. So, I mean, 2016 racks up to be like a pretty, pretty good year for music. Skepta had Konnichiwa. Which by far most people considered his best album yeah. to date. I mean, it was the one that kind of put him on the spot. It really was. I mean, we got a seat at the table by Solange. We got Starboy by the weekend. Ooh. And we got Yes Lord from No. I still have mixed course. feelings over Starboy. Still have mixed feelings over Starboy. I still think it was a pretty good album. Mm. It was not the best. Beauty Behind the Madness? No. It's, it's not a Beauty Behind the Madness. It's not anything from Trilogy. It's but really not. It's Starboy. Yeah, but then, okay. Well, since we're in 2019. Now, it's... let's get back to reality. 2019. So I'm going to tell you guys as it is. Compared to 2016, 2019 has been pretty disappointing. Nah, it Quite disappointing nonetheless. It has. The albums that have come out are just below wait, par. Wait, 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 wait. Don't get ahead of yourself now. Slow down there, Buckaroo. <laughs> Not all of them, <laughs> yeah. of course. 
but not, not all the, a large majority exactly just been below par so if we had to look at them as a, a collective 2016 takes the cup of course but yeah. if we had to dive into the albums individually i think there are some pretty good albums that i can say name of better than those from 2016 name of you ego yeah you know uh, yes Jens, me, I'll never stop saying this. Rick Ross, Port of Miami 2. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about that album. Slapped it. Um, I really like Skepta, Ignor- Ignorance is Bliss. I think he did something there. Okay. Yeah, we're talking I'll Bandana. S- that really gives a mad lip. Hey, okay, Bandana. James Blake dropped. The same form. form Still not his best one. Not his best. Retrograde is his best one. Yeah. Little Sims. Great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For a long while was like the best album of this year for me. Exactly. Anderson Park, Future, some of his best work. Not his not the best, but it's some of his best I, work. I I love that album. So to this day I still love it. I mean, it got released this year, so no doubt. Yeah, I mean, Nas the Lost Tapes too. Okay. When you look at all those albums that you're about to say or have said, mm-hmm. do you think that in like years later you'll even be listening to them? I think they're like think a so. handful of albums. I think I'll still be listening to Port of Miami too, gentlemen. I think the I'll, rest of them though. Yeah. I think I'll still be listening to Ventura because I know most like I'll cool. I'll still be listening to Ignorance is Bliss. After that, you know. Unfortunately. Exactly. Now, I think I'll still be listening to The Sailor by Rich Brian. I don't know where that that album just touched something guys. I'll still be listening to Ventura. Mm-hmm. The problem with The Sailor is that you can't listen to it has just one song honestly yeah it's a whole concept that's the thing and I, if you know me but i live for concept albums and i'm i'm going to carry on listening to that album because but it, but let's be honest can you really decide now what album you're going to be listening to later on yes i think yes yes because i want like okay let's go back to 2017 when damn came out right i was listening i, I listened to that album for like a whole month and then for like the better part of 2017 i didn't listen to that album at all i concluded that i won't be listening to the album much but then now i look back now it's 2019 and i listen to that album a whole lot more okay now that is a pretty okay. pretty good point actually but you can still quite tell honestly but here's the thing i think the way that music is being released now and the way it was being released then is different Now a lot of people are just releasing as a whole like money grab that yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's think Chris Brown. Chris Brown of course. Exactly. I mean who releases 45 songs exactly. and so, then releases a deluxe with 64 songs. So a lot of artists on releasing for quality for them it's more about pushing the numbers, yeah. making that paper so you can buy that that patek or whatever. Yeah. It's no longer about let me give them a body of work that they will listen to. Yeah. I mean, there are only like a handful of albums this that I can honestly say weren't released as cash grabs. You know, like I'm thinking the Lost Boy by YBN Kore. Yeah. You can tell that he poured himself yeah, into that. Yeah, that, that was a beautiful album. Okay, you know, I'm talking albums like, um, I mean, I'll be honest, uh, Ignorance is this. Ignorance is this. And of yeah. course, the thing is, the masses aren't exactly looking for that whole pouring your soul into it they're just looking yeah, they, for okay we just the want the next hit song the next hit song they want the next club yeah they want the next club because honestly like that album the lost boys sales were just 
poor. Poor. Two thousand copies for an album that had amazing music. Two thousand copies Bro. first week. Nah. Yeah. I think they did why why being dirty on that one. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, because I mean that that was a really good album. Yeah. I think that's one thing a lot of people can agree. Anybody who sat down and listened to the Lost Boy has to admit that that was a good album. I mean, bad idea. That song with that Anderson Puck as well. R&P. Yeah. Chelsea's BT Hip Hop Award performance. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was fire. Quite fire. <sighs> but yeah, you know, th- th- that's the sad part. That's th- that's what drives artists today at this yeah. point. Like, it's how just much can they make it's it? just more like and it's about the sales. What sound is in now? That, and you know, okay, like like let's look back to okay two albums in particular, right? Um, uh, Tiger's Legendary and DJ Khaled's Father of the South. Those two albums were nothing more than cash grabs. Okay, first with uh, Tiger's Legendary. Who of you actually remember that Tiger released an album this year? I didn't even know. You didn't know. He released an album this year and he went platinum within the first week. I'll be honest. Platinum? I'll be honest, I I didn't even bother listening to it. (laughs) Okay, the album went platinum the first week simply because he pulled some strings and he took the the sales from... um, his single Taste Yeah, Taste And he factored those into the album sales Wow Okay And then we have Father of Assad Ah, uh, yeah Father of Assad was pure shit I mean Okay Um, God Father of Assad, right? Terrible album Terrible album I it's just a huge cash grab, right? Because, I mean, he, the deals that he signed beforehand, right? So he had yeah. a deal with Epic, he had a deal with Sony, he had a deal with Rock Nation, mm-hmm. okay? And then he had a deal with some other fitness company or whatever with the intention that, um, no, sorry, not a fitness company, some energy drink, with the intention that for every energy drink that they sell, the album comes with. Oh, Damn. Yeah. shit. So his goal was to have the highest selling album of the year and to have an album that debuts at number one. But as we all know, Ego, Ego he came out on top, Ego and we all know his... And he bitched about it. I bitched about it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't act like a grown-ass man on that one. Yeah, Trying that to cover pathetic. it up at the end of the day. And then I think what made him even more salty was when Ego finally um, dropped, like, 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 he dropped from first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Father of a South that took over, it was Billy Eilish's project. Exactly. That made him even more salty. Yeah. But it was way better nonetheless. It was way better. His I, album was just terrible. Terrible. Simple. Yeah, but Khaled it's, hasn't released a good album in the same in thing in that he's been doing. Honesty, I feel like we already know what to expect from his albums. The sound is always the same. Yeah, it's always I mean, like a, a, a one catchy song from the album. Then that's pretty much it. He's never really given us a project that we we, we can say this was. I mean, he's wild. a DJ for crying out loud, he's but he doesn't. And I want to stop. Do he crap. Want to I mean, don't forget, he decided, you know what, let me add a Nipsey Hustle track in here. Maybe that's going to get people talking. This guy was literally trying to make money out of the guy's death. Nah, the thing is that, you know what, people, people are going to mess with this. Yeah. People are going to mess with this. I got Nipsey on a track and it sounds like gospel music. Man, this shit is heavenly, bro. People are going to listen to this. And it didn't help because no, people saw through that. No, nah, that is quite true. And then now, with all that said, I have only one question and one question only. Which is... How on earth did he win Best Producer at the BT Hip Hop Awards? Is he not even a producer? He's not even a producer. <laughs> you know who he beat, but he beat Tay Keith, Metro Booming, London on the track. Come on. <laughs> I think that's quite disrespectful. That is disrespect that is to people with actual talent. I'm like that, that. That's where the conspiracy of niggas are, are buying awards yeah. like, straight up comes in. 
I'm just thinking it's more they just looked at sales. They didn't look at any impact but whatsoever. But even if you look at sales, sales. Metro. I know. Thinking Metro specifically. Metro had a lot. Metro and Takeith. Not all superheroes wear capes. Come on. Bro. <laughs> I mean, that album was. It was heat. I mean, because you also have to keep in mind that the BT Hip Hop Awards this year also took into consideration music from last year. Yeah. Okay. So with all that being said, let's talk about the biggest single from last year, right? Sickle Mode. Mm. That was produced by Takeith mm. and Metro, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 it was just Takeith. No, yeah. yeah, it was just Takeith. I, if we're talking sales, yeah. Takeith then would have won. That is quite true. Nah, we just don't know, guys. Nah, nah, nah. Person, he's buying. He's buying all nah, he is. The same way, I mean, the same way people are buying streams. I mean, people <laughs> sell himself <laughs> a lot, but people are buying streams. That's Tiger, and people are buying awards. That's DJ Khaled. Yeah, nah, facts. But I feel like this whole idea of buying awards also comes in. I still need to understand how the fuck Cardi B won a Grammy. That yeah, is. The- I, I've been thinking about this one a lot, guys. Like, I feel like one day I want to do like my own episode on just the Grammys alone. Right? Let's just get something straight, right? In hip hop specifically, mm. a Grammy is worth nothing. Nah, that's facts. No let's one keep, cares about it. Let's just let's just keep that. The moment you hear a Grammy award-winning artist, that shouldn't automatically mean you're talented and you're great and all that. Yeah, true. Okay, because let's not forget that the Grammys, the Grammys is the same ceremony that decided to snub a tribe called Quest. Yeah. Imagine. Okay, and not only that, it's like they didn't even they didn't even nominate my beautiful dark twisted fantasy for album of the year mm. or watch the throne. So you don't submit. No, no, he submitted. He submitted, but they didn't, they didn't even nominate. nominate it. My word. I think that's why Jay Z reached the point where whereby he was just like fuck it. Yeah, just doesn't attend. Like he he doesn't. He hosts attend. Grammy parties. He just doesn't attend the Grammys. I mean, does any and the fact that the Grammy has such a such a cultural impact in terms of okay this artist won the grammy damn okay let me check out his music yeah. he must be actually that good that used i mean that used to be the case but now it's just more like oh he won it how wow. exactly yeah because i mean right yeah i mean y'all listen to ape shit right yeah i mean you heard jay-z's verse i mean it's like tell the grammys fuck it over ape shit actually with that being said y'all remember that in 2018 he was the most nominated artist yeah i remember won but nothing. nothing exactly I think it's the whole thing of him just being there. Yeah. As well, I feel like because Jay-Z is doing so much as an individual, people just don't want to give him that recognition that he still has it. Yeah. That he still has that blueprint type Jay-Z in him. You yeah. get me? No, it's more like... Because I feel like it's more like, okay, nah, let's look at the person who we think that is gonna actually like be a proper figurehead for this award. Like who will actually get the people yeah. going. Yeah, but then now true. the question is Cardi B for best rap album. You can, no, but, but think of it release. think of it like this. Cardi B had a lot of clout. But think time. of it, that's when she was actually like starting out. Yeah. When her clout was legit rising. Yeah, that is quite true. Okay. So now she, she wins an award, now just her popularity just went over the roof. And wasn't she pregnant at the yeah, time she was as well? Pregnant. Yep, exactly. So everything was just falling into place. place. Exactly. But then my problem is now. Let's look at the nominees. Actually, my problem it's not that Cardi B got the award. It's about who didn't get the award. Exactly. Okay. We're talking Astro. We're talking swimming. Okay. We're talking what's another? Daytona. Album? Daytona. That's Daytona. the album. <laughs> yeah. I the most. That album was great. 
Okay, and then I, I oh, and of uh, uh, Victory Lab. Maybe. Still have a problem with Daytona in terms of it just having seven songs compared to I a like full that. body of work. I like but no, 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 mm-hmm. not that. It's just can you really compare? Yes, you can. You yeah. cannot compare, gentlemen. Like I said, you really can't compare. For me, it's never about quantity. It's about quality. quality. That was the point of the seven. So if I'm there. just there. I'm an artist. I release a uh, album. I call it an album with just three songs, and I normally. But if those three songs are good enough, higher, then why not? So you're telling me if no, those three songs are no, good no, enough? I feel like they just there has to be okay, bro. A song. L- let me ask, nah. If you're listening to Daytona right now, yeah, is there a song that you would skip? No, exactly. Exactly. Now, if, if you're, you're listening, listening to Invasion to, of Privacy, oh, I'll skip a lot of songs. I'll if you're listening to what did Chris Brown drop? Indigo. I am not listening to all 45, bro. Bro, so rather release seven songs that are worthwhile, yeah, and they keep like they keep people interested. No, right? Like, than a 13 track. No, song it's fine. Where people only remember three. Yeah. No, it's fine. You can release the seven songs. But when it comes to actually like award nominations, comparing it to other other albums with, let's say the minimum is more than ten. I mean, is at least ten songs. Yeah. You just can't. I think you can. I think you can. Here's the thing. Here's the it thing, right? The experience. Yeah. Here's the thing. You listen to Daytona from the first song till the last song. You love the album. You listen to Invasion of Privacy from the first song to the last oh, song. Oh no no, let's talk about like, the big day. From the first okay. four songs. Okay, now, you're listening to that, and you have Invasion of Privacy and Daytona, and you're like, okay, Daytona, I love the seven songs, and you're like, Invasion of Privacy, out of 13, 14, I only like five. Mm-hmm. Now you're comparing the five to the seven. Pusha still has it, but mm-hmm. y'all don't want to give him the, the, the recognition. Because he doesn't have enough filler tracks, basically. That's no, like, not that's filler tracks. Because most artists release albums on a whole thing of... Like a probability. I yeah. hope that out of the thirteen, a few of them will become hits. No, no, no. Okay. They do the whole, um, the baby with 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 Kirk. Oh my. Whereby only one song was really nice. It's five. <laughs> so that's because he basically premiered the song on social media, had people hype. Yeah. Now we go through the album. We like, okay, the album is absolutely rubbish. Yeah. But that one song, that that was his. I don't know. His, his diamond in the rough, basically. Basically. Yeah. That's how niggas are releasing music. So the seven songs which make up a body of work can win the Grammys, in my opinion. They should be winning awards. I still don't stand for it nonetheless. Uh, it's good enough for me, for honestly. Nah. As long as there's no filler. Okay. Look at look at Lil Sim's Grey Area. Okay, fine. Lil Sim's Grey Area. Are there any filler tracks there? No. No. It has how many songs? Ten songs. Ten songs, yeah. That is eligible in my view in order to actually win. I'm not fighting it. Like I said, to me it's about quality and not quantity. She gave us 10 songs, great 10 songs. Yeah. However, we can still compare that to Daytona though. Yeah. I mean first, okay, wait, wait, let's let's look let's go back to last. Let's look at Astro World, right? Cool. Do not even light yourself. Only the first half of their album. Is yes. Good. If Travis Definitely. Scott gave us the first half of their album, we would no be one saying would be it's complaining. The, exactly. It is exactly. just best and, album. and how many tracks is that? Like eight, nine, eight, nine tracks. Nine. Basically. I mean, come on. There's no filler within those nine tracks, and just for that reason, because you had a good time listening to those nine tracks, it constitutes a great album, and therefore, Daytona. If I had to say there's a long ass album which could win the Grammys, 
I'd take it back to culture. The first one. The first one. Yeah. yeah. All the songs on that, that album were great. Yes. You get me? I mean, but it's, yeah. it does not necessarily mean that if they gave us five songs, then now we wouldn't say that they should be nominated yeah. for any award. I mean, let's take it. Not any award, just best, best album. Rap best album, album yeah. If, if they gave us five songs, would you still complain? I'm still staying with my view on this. I'm still staying with okay, my okay. view. You know, bro, it's, 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 let's, let's get back to the. Oh, no, 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 just, just to, to close off the whole Grammy thing, I just want to say just because an artist has won a Grammy doesn't mean they're good. Facts. It's that simple. Facts. It just means that they were able to play the game right. Facts. I mean, look at. Wait, has Alicia Cara won a Grammy? Yeah, she won. Alicia Cara. Is she really good? Yes. No, she is really not. She is good. She is good. She really is good. Yeah, ish. <laughs> I think she's good, guys. I think she's good. Yeah. No, I think, you know, here's the thing, right? The Grammys, okay, R&B, I think they get R&B right. They get rock right. They get alternative right. But they do hip-hop dirty. Okay, keep in mind, out of, okay, um, let's say they've been about around um, 70 Grammy ceremonies, only one hip-hop album has one album of the year. And even that album is technically not even that much of a hip-hop album. It's an R&B and hip-hop album. <laughs> Other than that, no hip-hop album has won the Grammy for album of the year. Okay, I'm talking T-Pap, which won the most awards during its ceremony, didn't win album of the year. Okay. Somehow. Same thing with Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the let's not, let's not forget GKMC. And Good Kid Mad City. Which <laughs> got beaten by a little white boy. What <laughs> even? And his disrespect. His, his friend. <laughs> Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. The heist. Enjoyable album, yes. Enjoyable, but, but it's not a rap a album. Great rap album. It's not GKMC. But that was the year that GKMC was nominated and Jesus. The heist outbeat those two albums. We'll just never understand the fuckery. You, you understand the problem? So the Grammys, specifically when it comes to hip hop, gents, they get it wrong. They get it wrong. They do us dirty. It's that simple. Let's talk about the biggest issue on the table right now. Yeah. Pitchfork just released. Ah. <laughs> oh man. The the um best best two hundred albums of the decade. Albums, yeah. I need yeah. this list. It this doesn't make sense. I hate this list. It doesn't make sense. This is bad. I'm just angry at this point, man. I don't I don't know what to say. First, like already just let's go to the number one spot. Blonde. Okay, Blonde. now, Blonde. Don't get me wrong. Great album. But not number one. It's not a number one. It's not a number one album. Never in my life have I ever thought Blonde was a number one album of the decade. Yeah. Okay. Number two, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted I Fantasy. Think it should be number one. It shouldn't be number two. It shouldn't, shouldn't be even number be number one. It should be number one, in my opinion. I think it, that, um, it actually, wasn't no, that great. It shouldn't be number one. My number one, personally, is Kendrick Lamar's To Pimper Butterfly. Which is fourth place on that list, by the way. Exactly. No, 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 let's not lie to ourselves. Good Kid Mad City. No. It was cinematic. Cinematic. Very cinematic album. The whole experience. Yeah. It's like you got to know him more as a person, I mean, not as a yeah, but Shireen. Exactly. Every nobody can forget Shireen. But here's my thing. Good Kid, Mad City, is a great album. Mm-hmm. But I feel like To Pimp a Butterfly is one of those albums that shaped our our decade in terms of 
the amount of work that he put into it. I mean, yeah. if you listen to Cole Kushner's Dissect and what he speaks about in that, where he dives deep into the album, the meanings behind the songs, you realize that it, that was basically Kendrick changing for the better. We wouldn't have gotten damned if it wasn't for To Pimp a Butterfly. I mean, like, yeah. yes, the album delved deep into his whole experience with fame, how he was changing, how he felt about him while basically neglecting his brother before he died. Yeah. I mean, and just wait, like, like, get this. If, okay, because I remember somebody made this analogy, right? Yeah. If Tupac and Biggie were to come back and ask you, how did, how did you guys handle my legacy? Which album would you play for them? To Pimp a Butterfly. Which album would you play for them? Okay, yeah, that one. Because I play To Pimp a Butterfly. To Pimp a Butterfly. Exactly. <laughs> like, from the first song to the last song, that is, that, that is a tale on its own. Yeah. You know? But I understand where he's coming from with the kid, Matt City, right? Yeah. Because as much as T-Pab had a really good narrative, right? I, I, okay, but fine, let me go like this. To Pimp a Butterfly had a really good narrative, right? Yeah. But Good Kid Mad City had the best execution of a narrative. Okay, fair point. In my opinion. Because when he says it's cinematic, Good Kid Mad City is the most cinematic album I've ever listened to. It's like you're listening to a movie, basically. Every song, every, every song, single yeah. song, you know him more as a person, as an artist, as a person, okay. as an artist. It is a really good album. Solange it was like at six. With a seat at the mm. table. I don't disagree. I think that was a really good album. Yeah. For our decade in R&B. Because, I mean, it's, that album for me really showed how far R&B has, got, has come. And then Frank Ocean holds the 10th place again. With Channel, Channel Orange. Orange. Channel Orange shouldn't be top 10. Yeah. It shouldn't even be it's top, top 30. I feel like these people are low-key milking Frank Ocean. Yeah. I feel like there's just some Frank Ocean biased. Yeah. Then Rihanna's at 12th again. With Anti. Mm-hmm. And then there's Drake. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't disagree. Drake takes take take care. care. I'm not going to fight it. I will not fight it. So would that be you saying that Take It is his best album? No. It's not his best album. It's we we all know album. which which one is his best album. Oh, well, let's, let's all say at the same time, one, three, one, two, three. Nothing was the same. Okay, Nothing was the same. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, views. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think choosing Drake's album is dependent on where you were in taste. life. Yeah, like which yeah, stage yeah, you're at in life. That that's nah, the thing. I'm, I'm on if you're reading this. Okay, fine. Now, at, in 14th place is an album that's really close to me, melodrama. I'm not gonna lie, I, uh, I see it there. If, meh, if y'all don't get it, I meh. now a problem that Here's I have. Here's my issue. Lana Del Rey just dropped an album this year, and somehow she's <laughs> and it's already to me about <laughs> and somehow she's fucking 19. We haven't even heard this album for two months. <laughs> we haven't two even been months. listening to it. Two fucking months. It's really months, one man. of the most iconic albums. <laughs> no. Apparently, I, this album. Apparently, this album is better than Daytona. It hasn't it's even. It's better than no. Control by Scissor. It's better than what else? What else? I mean, it's better than 444. It hasn't even Jam. had time to breathe. Exactly. It, At all. You can't even consider it a classic yet, and yet here's Pitchfork so boldly. Basically stating that it's a classic. And I don't understand how Jesus is 15th. I do understand. I how? really don't understand. I That's do his understand. best album. No! That is his no. best album. Chill, bro. <laughs> Chill, bro. Chill. Just understand, that's his best album. Nah. It had hits on top of hits. It had hits, I. but his I mean... best album. He pushed the sound. You're forgetting college dropout. You're forgetting literature. Just, I, I might as well name all his albums. Graduation. I feel like, okay, I feel whoa, like whoa, with whoa, college whoa, whoa, whoa. dropout and... I don't care what people say. I think graduation is like Kanye's second worst album. 
Okay. With college yeah, dropout and late registration. Jesus over my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. No, I do yes. not stand for that. Yes. Yes. I do not Is that what you're saying? That. Now first, okay, first let me address with college dropout and late re- late registration. Yeah. The thing is, when it like when everyone's just naming them as one of his best, of course it was really good album. Yes. They were really good albums. Yeah. But it's more from that nostalgic point of view. Nah. Honestly. Nah. Honestly. When, no, 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 no. Yeah. They want the old Kanye of him like chopping up beats, like those soul samples and all. They like, where is this Kanye? They all want that nostalgia. But, no, no, I see, that see, old see Kanye. Drop on his album that I'll, I'll say is that you see the thing with late registration, right? Is that it holds. Yeah. It holds as much as it's a very nostalgic album. I don't. I won't lie. If that album came out this year, I wouldn't bat an eye. I wouldn't bat an eye, honestly. Fight it. I'm waiting for you to fight. I've already said my opinion on this matter. Okay. I've already said it. Okay. And then there's Jesus versus my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy one was an overall better concept album. Number yes. one. It had overall better songs. I mean, we're talking about songs like Dark Fantasy, Power, It had Monster, Runaway. What fillers? It had what fillers? Let me listen. Runaway. 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 Blame. Blame game. Devil in a New Dress, which I think is way, one of the best songs ever. And it has Rick Ross's best verse. Facts. Fight. A monster, Nicki Minaj's best verse. Okay. Okay, so appalled, Loki, one of Jay-Z's best verses. And of course, you know, Kanye just had to pull a Drake with that album. Get Bon Iver. Get Bon Iver. To what help do you mean him? pull a Drake? How? Oh. Take care. Help him? With the weekend helping him with all that. Oh, okay, aye. Yeah. Okay, but but you're saying help him like Kanye was dependent on him to release that body of work. Let's not fight this. Kanye legit just jumps on the next thing. On no no, I, Kanye works ahead of, of the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he works ahead. No, Jesus. When Jesus dropped, everybody hated it. Yes. Look what's happening to it now. Now it's like the sound that they like. Damn, where has this been? Exactly. Yeah. That's the sound that a lot of people are looking at for inspiration right mm. now. I mean, look at what happened with fashion as well. Mm. Kanye, Kanye is just ahead of time. I mean, he dropped a. Listen, he dropped Easy Season One. Yeah, I have a real problem with that. I mean, <coughs> I wouldn't want to just pull up wearing rags. Whoa, Whoa. listen, listen. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the kicks. Look at what, what he did with the with the shape of the. Oh, Before let's just talk about the of the Easy. Okay. Hot. Exactly. Still one of the most sold sexy sneakers. Sexy, of course. Yeah. Okay. Then you got the Yeezys. Then you have his collab with, with Adidas, the Yeezys. When after season one drop, look at how Nike changed the shape of their shoes. Mm. Look at how like they're all they're all trying to mirror. Them. Yeah. Exactly. So even in music, he was doing the exact same thing. That was back then. That was pre 2013. Exactly. Post 2013 now. Let's, let's, let's not even get into that because that day I'll talk for like an hour. Okay, let's move on. Okay, next on the list. At 18th place, Good Kid Mad Of course, you all know that. Oh. I've already said this list is just complete garbage. This, this, this list is so bad. My main issue is where Daytona Everything. was put. <laughs> Daytona was put at 188. Yeah, hey. So he barely even made the list. Barely made the list. Barely I mean, they the put list. some rap songs at 27. Doesn't deserve to be. I there. still don't understand how do they know that's iconic already? Exactly. Mm. Still. What makes an album iconic? I think 
dates back to longevity. But we do not know whether exactly. it is. So yeah. I feel like you can't look at an album that dropped now. I mean, Lion of the Rage just dropped now, but and they're already saying it's the best it, album of the wasn't day. Wasn't it like a month ago even? Exactly. Yeah. So you need to give these things time because if five months from now, I'm not looking back at that album like, let me listen to it. Yeah. Then is it really iconic? Mm. Is it? So I mean... There are only a handful uh, a, a number of albums, right? Where upon release they were rendered as classics. Yeah. And they actually became classics, right? Because there's always this thing of someone listen to a good album, right? And be like, oh, this album is a classic. Like, I remember reading some article on Google, right? Where it's like back in 2008, you know, people like Eminem dropped albums and Rick Ross dropped albums. Mm-hmm. Everybody was saying that, you know what, this album's gonna be a classic, it's no, gonna be no, a classic. No. Look at Eminem now. No, 2000. They were like, all these albums are gonna be classics, right? But one album, that nobody was saying was going to be a classic was Graduation. That's People right. weren't saying that Graduation was a classic. Now, if you go look at Billboard's top 20 albums of 2008, out of all those albums, where like 15 of them were hailed as classics, there's only one album that actually became a classic, and that's Graduation. Think about that. They were crappy at deciding. What makes an iconic album? Illmatic, Illmatic was dropped before we were even born. Mm. Yeah. Right? And we still listen to it. Yet, I still listen to it. Illmatic pushed a lot. Yeah. It did. In terms of even production, getting different producers to produce hey, DJ Premier, different songs. Guys. Yo, Premiere. Premiere, guys. Premiere. Because remember, back in the day, it was just one DJ for the whole song. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So, you were going to say some shit about Eminem? Uh, Eminem. Well, if we look at Marshall Mathers, Marshall Mathers. Fish. Cool. People really didn't like that album when it first came out. They were like, it's too poppy. Yeah. It's too. It's not. The Eminem that we know from the real Slim Shady. Look now, where is it? It's one of Eminem's best albums. Classic. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Beyonce sits at it's just first place with Lemonade. With lemonade, which I do not agree with. And the Beehive is fighting. Mm. I, 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 and I know this because I'm like the leader of the Beehive at this point. Mm. I don't. I. I. I'm contesting this. I can't stand for it. Okay. Okay, fine. So at 30, 32nd place, we have Boniver's self titled album, which I agree with. It kind of deserves it. Yeah. That's what. Okay. Here's an album I do have a problem with Whack World by Tierra Whack, sitting at 38. Crappy album. Okay, she made a 15 minute album with 15 tracks each. Is that, isn't that a minute, minute an album? Yeah, it's a, a minute song. A song. And and the song. It, yeah, and they basically saying it's the 38th best album of the decade. My biggest problem besides Daytona is the fact that Kendrick with Dan sits at 57th place. Someone needs to explain that to me. Well, Pitchfork, okay, Pitchfork, at this point they're notorious for giving some of the worst recommendations. Guys, let me put like this. If Pitchfork ever says that an album is average, just know that it's great. <laughs> if they ever say an album is great, it's pretty average. Okay, they gave The Big Day like an 8 out of 10. Somehow. They gave an album worth a 0 or 1 or 2 an 8. Absolute rubbish. But anyway, so which albums are you gents looking forward to? Mmm... That's kind of hard, actually. Looking forward to it. Guys, it's simple. Jesus is king. Is it ever coming out? That's hey, the hey, It's never coming out. My nigga out. is going to pull through. Okay, The Life of Pablo was 500 days late, but we still got it. 
Was it worth 500 days? You know what? I'm not gonna. It was actually worth it. It was actually worth it. It was actually worth it. Don't lie to yourself. Fair point. Just what I'm actually just disappointed in is that he, the updates that he promised to make, bro, never came out, bro. I don't know who's worth, who's worth like him or 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 Kim, because Kim is always always posting these track lists, bruh, yeah. making us like excited and shit. Now, Bro, now nothing's Kim dropping. Kim is guessing us. Nothing's <laughs> dropping, dog. But hi, you know, been happening like this. But you know what? I feel like I, I don't know why, but I feel like Kim is just doing this to get more of his followers on her side also, because you know I, I'm guessing if, if it got up to that point where it's like you know Kanye follows no, I mean Kanye followers will know that. Um, if you want any Kanye news. Yeah. Might as well get it from Kim Kardashian. Nah, that's quite true. The problem yeah. is, if you just check, like for any like Kanye tracklist, you'll just see random tracklists of albums that you know that yeah. have been released that you've just never seen. Yeah, that is quite true. Yeah. Look he work, at he works on his own the time. album that was first supposed to be released, Waves. <laughs> then what it. did it change to after? It got from Waves to Swish. To Swish. Yeah. Swish to. Um, it was something like On God or something like that. And then it changed to, to The Life of Pablo. That is quite the true. The tracklist switched up like crazy. Imagine. Then all of a sudden we got uh, Yandi, which never Yandy, dropped. Which never dropped. While it, while it dropped, it no, 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 illegally. <laughs> I started to release I still feel like I still feel like Yandi is Jesus' king, just with everything switched up. I feel like Yandi is a separate album. That might still come out. Never. Um, separate to Jesus King. I'm sorry. Never. I don't I feel like you know Never. we're like um the Life of Paul is just a renamed version or rebranded version of um, Waves and Switch. No, the, no. I think Yandi and Jesus King are separate entities. No, I still feel like it's more the the album was finished, everything was proper, but he just felt like no. I'm a more in, like he just got inspired with a new di- creative direction. Yeah. Okay. And then he just I mean, I mean, that's what I admire about the guy anyway. You know, he wants to make sure that whatever he releases is up to his own standard. If he has to come to the point where he doesn't release anything at all, he'll go to that point. That's what I appreciate. Playing with his fans in the process. I mean, he plays with his fans. I mean, it's straight up disrespect what he's doing. Ah, it is. It is, I've been saying. But anyway, I'm looking forward to Pusha's album. When Pusha drops. When Pusha drops. Is it even coming out this year? Yeah, he said it's coming out this year. He said he has nine nine tracks so far. Nine tracks. Um, okay. he he teased a a remake of I think Succession's theme song or something yeah. like that, which sounds pretty fire, amazing. 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 So I'm really hoping that his album will be worthwhile. I think I, I feel like um, if Pusha okay when Pusha drops the single, even if it doesn't blow up, we're all gonna know that it's gonna be one of the best singles from this year. Now nah, that is. So right. I mean, with that said, don't forget Pusha already has the best single of 2019. Coming home. Pusha T puts in. A lot of time yeah, yeah. Music. He, takes time. he takes his time and the thing is when he releases an album you know that nah i can listen to it's it gonna be a quality three years album. later yeah yeah nah, that's fine. look at darkest before dawn is it the prelude or I'm not yeah, it's yeah, it's the prelude. yeah yeah it's the prelude yeah it's yeah. the prelude yeah and then i mean you have like king push 2 for example Ooh, yeah an album i can still listen to till this day that is facts so no. I think I think one of the things that Pusha has gotten right throughout his career is the fact that he's had longevity. I mean, this guy's been around since the early 2000s. Yeah, honestly, still and telling his stories about his, his supposed his selling of track <laughs> dealing. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm telling you, gents. But 
I think he's definitely killed it. He knows that he doesn't have to release music for money yeah. or for and for any other reason to get endorsements. He just releases music because for the love of it. Exactly for the love of it. He gives you a quality pro- project whereby you just won't get tired of it. Yeah. You get me? Honestly, that that's what I appreciate about the guy. And, he's and one he's of the not. Few yeah, he's not afraid to share his opinion on something. I mean, hey. What he did on infrared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Let's not say anything. Let's yeah, not go back into all of that. Okay, one album I'm really looking forward to this year is it just has to be Mick Jenkins album. Mick Jenkins. The teasers that he's been teasing. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. The videos that he's been teasing. You think it's gonna be something? Honest to God, it's gonna be something definitely. You know, he always releases a very good body of work. Fair point. Okay, now another album that um I think we've all forgotten about that we were supposed to get. Let's talk about Rihanna's next album. Uh, is, is, she's is, never is, said is it ever coming. She said that is she'll drop coming? some music. Okay, uh, last year she said uh, I'll drop something next year. Yes, uh, and what is she dropping? An autobiography an titled auto- Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's gonna drop. Yeah, so I, I feel like there is something in the works, guys. I'm telling you. Let, let's talk about people who are actually making music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Playboy I'm, Cardi. Whole lot of red. Whole lot of red. I hope oh. it drops. Okay, we're talking Lil Uzi Vert, Eternal Attacky. Is that even ever gonna come? I feel like it's. I, feel, I don't his, know. His label drama is. Like, his label drama is. It's way too much. It's bad. It's never coming out. I feel like he's just. His, his label, label drama is on some low wing with, with young with money. Young money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's got to the shit. point where Lil Wayne ended up owning young money. Exactly. That's the only way for him to drop his album. Exactly. So, so Lil Uzi knows what he has to do. <laughs> yeah, hey. it's that simple. I, I don't think that he has another option in at this point because yeah. I mean the label drama can't take too long. When do we first hear of Eternal Attacking? Mm. Okay. So, 2019, a year of the good and the bad, the great and the ugly, and interestingly enough, we only have two months left in this decade. So let's see what happens. (laughs) 